Today, I'll be talking with Katie from La Crosse, Wisconsin. Welcome to the podcast, Katie. Let's talk. Hey, Grant. Thank you for having me. Oh, terrific. I, I'm looking forward to the con, you know, conversation, you know, sort of get started after the little Christmas break that we had. So let's jump right in. Um, when the when the virus first hit, what what was your initial reaction to what was going on? Well, honestly, because I live in the middle of nowhere in Wisconsin, in the country, it didn't really hit us until a little bit later. Uh, but once I started seeing things online and on the news, I was in shock. Like, I'm like, I don't know what this is. I'm 31. I know I'm not that old, so I haven't lived through a ton. But I was like, what is actually going on here? And it was really overwhelming for me because I wanted to take everything seriously. And I'll get into that with some of the stories and stuff. But I was just so overwhelmed with all of the information being thrown at me. That's my initial, my initial feelings. Um, back in March is when it really hit for us. So, yeah, it, it, it you know, I mean, it was sort of the same. Um, I mean, for, for me, it was more, uh, we started seeing, you know, the stuff on the news from, from Wuhan and then, um, and then it started coming the news from Italy and then when it was really when it hit the states that that it really hit home for us in Canada because we're you know we're right next door so we know it's hit North America, um, and yeah it was uh, it was kind of surreal at first. I mean at first we didn't think okay well it's just this thing going on you know no big deal but yeah when it did hit North America it was like okay there really is something and that's when things started locking down and stuff so that's when it became very real for us. Yeah, same. I think for me, it really hit is when I started seeing things being canceled. And I was like, this cannot be happening. Like, why is this being canceled? Random things that I'm like, why are you being canceled? And I think that's what really hit the most. Yeah, I mean, I I know at at one just before it all shut down, we were um, I, 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 like photography that's like a hobby and and there there was a little group here where we were going to go to this uh question period sort of thing about you know local photographers and stuff and it was at a a place called the forks here in in winnipeg and that's just like a big meeting place you know there's shops there's restaurants and and then there's open other places you can just sit and, and meet and stuff and we decided you know once we started hearing the news that I don't know if we want to be around a bunch of people right now with this. So we just, we just bailed at the last couple of days before, before this thing started. And, um, and that was it. I mean, we, we did go the next day I had to go and, and we took, went to my girlfriend's brother's place to take some pictures of his family for him. And then that was it. That was the last day since then we've been pretty much locked down in some form of, or, or other till now. I have to ask you though, because I know we'll get to a lot of this, but do you feel, because we were the same way, we really took it as serious as we could and really locked ourselves down as much as possible. And again, I'll get to that with my day job and how it's changed so much in the last year. And I'm so grateful to still have it. But do you feel like if you are out and about or if you do see someone and like, I feel like guilt and it's such a weird feeling like, okay, so I saw my mom and dad came up to see me for five, like few minutes at a distance Christmas day to like give us some little stocking stuffer things. And after they left, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I really hope I didn't have it and give it to them. Like I really have those feelings and it's crazy to think about, but that's how serious we have been taking it. Um, and have you felt that at all? I know you, you were well, left, but yeah, no, we're, we're, we're like, I find there's sort of almost two schools of thought when it comes to that sort of, um, like we're very, we take this very serious. We're like my girlfriend and I, um, our lockdown right now, uh, we can't have visitors in our home. You can't even meet like in your backyard. Uh, you know, if you wanted to say, Oh, we will meet outside and, you know, distance outside. You can't do that either. You cannot, if you're not from the same household, you cannot be together. And they've ticketed people who have. So 
for us, we're, we're like in super lockdown and, and we're okay with that. Um, like my youngest son and his girlfriend are expecting their first this spring and we just found out. Oh, thank you. And, and, uh, so yeah, we're like, they came over, um, just before Christmas and it was the same thing. Like we live in an apartment. So I took, you know, they just came to pick up their gifts and, and same thing. He's, you know, he was, he was standing outside his car. The door was open. I just kind of reached a long reach, handed it to him. We both had our masks on. Mm-hmm. They, you know, he put the stuff in the back seat of his car, jumped in his car, closed the door and he left. So that was it. And then the next day, Christmas day is when we, we just did a, like a FaceTime opening the gifts sort of thing. So yeah, we're very, especially because she's expecting, I think that even heightens it for us. Yes. But um, it, it's been the same thing with, with uh, like my girlfriend's daughter um, lives alone. So we're, you know, she hasn't been able to, to, you know, spend any time with her and it's her first year away from her daughter, you know, for, for Christmas and stuff. So, I mean, she struggles with that a little bit. I think she feels a little, little bit of guilt. Mm -hmm. Um, but at the same time, you know, we're, 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 we're just very, very hypersensitive about the whole thing. And, and we will take, go to any lengths to, to try to keep, the ones, you know, our family safe. And, and some people think we're overreacting. I know there's other people who, who, you know, over Christmas have, have decided to get together in one form or another. And, and, and that's fine. Um, I, I just have to worry about what, what my family is doing. And, uh, luckily our kids have the same mindset as we do. So it's not like they're putting any pressure on us to, Oh, come and see us dad. Or, you know, we want to come over and get together or whatever. So, so that's good. But yeah, yeah, I I don't, I don't think I really feel guilt because we're so careful. I would though, if we weren't like if, if, you know, I, I, I definitely wouldn't want to get in a position where, you know, I happened to go to my, you know, my son's place and, and hung out for a while. I mean, to me, that would just be totally crazy right now. So yeah, we don't really go there. So it, it's not really, you know, much of an issue for, for guilt because we just don't go yeah. down that road at all. Well, I know in Wisconsin, we don't have the, as of yet, I don't, I mean, honestly, I'm not a big, um, news person i i had to shut it off really early on last year or this well this year i guess it still is because it was so overwhelming i could feel like like so much worry and panic and i don't like living like that so i'm just like okay i'm gonna shut it off i will look what i need to look and then i'm not gonna sit there and like dwell on it and see everything it just it's too much and so yeah like locking down and doing all that thing like those things but we don't have those restrictions like that at all in Wisconsin, which again, I'm, I'm trying to just be like, Hey, to each their own. If you want to do what you want to do, this is what we want to do. And this is the way we're going to live. And thankfully we've had, um, the ultimate respect from our families, which is great. And most of our families are doing the same things. So, I mean, it's even like sometimes the grocery store though, like, I'm like, it's a weird feeling. It like, I make myself stop and say, Katie, stop it. You were safe. You were careful. You, you wore your mask. You do all these things, right? And, but I still, when I get in my car, I'm like, oh my gosh, I just really hope, you know, someone, and it's not even me getting it. Now, granted, I don't want it, but I do not want to give it to someone else. And that's yeah, kind of, for sure. and that's what's rolling into like this pandemic story is this, this year, and I'm sure you've heard this a lot with people who you're interviewing with, but it's been obviously one of the most difficult years probably anyone has had to live through in our time timeline, like time frame, I guess. But like the reason I'm taking it so serious is we have family that has pre-existing conditions and getting COVID, they may not make it through. And so yeah. I would not want any of that. And I did lose someone so close to me this year and not from COVID, but sorry, it's- Sorry to hear that. Yes. Thank you. And it's just been a year, you know, like, and I am so grateful though, that when my, it's my grandma, when she had passed away, like it was 
I mean, it was in June or July, but before that, like we were still able to still see her when she was in the hospital because it hadn't hit here so bad. They were still allowing us to see her. And uh, when she went on hospice, we were able to actually, thankfully, because no one else was in that unit at all, we were able to go and say goodbye. And I'm so grateful for those moments. But, you know, that's part of the story of this year. The beginning of this year was nothing but hospital stays from her, my mom, some of my aunts, different things that have happened that we never expected. Some of them we knew were coming, like some surgeries and things like that. But it was like I was on a roller coaster of emotions every single day. And I even came down to like, it's been every single moment of every single day that I have to like, like sometimes I'm great. And then this next time I'm like an absolute disaster of sadness of like things that have happened. But in the end, and this is the person I am and I try to be, is to be as grateful as I can for what we have. And I'm so grateful that my family is doing well and we can FaceTime. And I just think about, man, if we had to go through this and we didn't have technology, I don't even know what. Oh, exactly. Yeah, I, I can't imagine like, um, you know, Christmas morning, we, we got up and, and, and um, FaceTimed, you know, all, all of our kids. And um, yeah, I, I can't imagine being in a position where, you know, at best we could pick the phone up and say hello and stuff. Cause I've lived through that. You know, um, I, I moved away from home when I was, you know, 17 and, and I didn't live in the city, you know, where my family was. So Christmases for me were over the phone. So yeah, that, that sucks. So I'm really glad we have this and, and it's, and it's so simple that you can, you can do this like every day. It's, it's not like, you know, the cost is, is, is really nothing. You already have the internet. So yeah, at least we have that connection that, you know, we otherwise wouldn't have. And it makes a big difference. Yeah, you're so right. And that's another thing too, is, is like, again, I'm so grateful. I keep trying to find the things that I'm grateful for. Sometimes it's easier and sometimes it's harder, but I'm so grateful that I do still have my day job and I call it my day job because quite, quite honestly, I used to have a job that I worked 80 hours a week, never stopped, didn't have a life. So I'm like, nope, it reminds me every day that I do this job during the day. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but my day job, my employer, thankfully, we still have our jobs. Like I still have my job. My fiance now, that's weird to say, has <laughs> a job and it's like, I'm so grateful for it, but I, my day job, I am actually an outside sales rep for a very large commercial furniture dealer. So we sell and design commercial buildings and spaces, but we sell the furniture in those buildings. And I love my job and I love my customers, quite honestly, probably even more than my job itself. Like the customers are everything to me. And yeah. it's just such an awesome time like to have like that job, right? But it completely and utterly flipped upside down. And I am, yes, we talked about this before, but I am 31 years old, but I act like I'm 79 because I love, love. And I'm going to put this on like your podcast here now. They're going to listen. They're going to be like, whoa, this girl's crazy. I love cold calling, not full phone calling, cold calling, going into people's spaces, saying hi to them, introducing myself, right. making connections, building relationships. I couldn't do that. I still cannot do that. And so having to flip that to be online has been crazy. And I'm again, still grateful. This has been a, a decent year for us, but I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Like I love seeing people and I'm the girl. There's people that truly know me as if I was walking in a park and I saw someone sitting on like a bench by themselves, I would 100% sit next to them and talk to them. Like 100 mm -hmm. Go and do that. I just love being like, hey, who are you? And I want to learn about what you, like, just, I love it all. And yeah, we can't do that at all. And so, but I, again, I'm back to, I'm so grateful for technology and people being able to flip pretty quickly and helping people learn how do we do these online meetings. I've done multiple pretty large projects 
completely virtual, which is unbelievable to think about. Like, unbelievable. Well, I, I, I think I think the whole working world is is going to be different than it is now for sure than it was before because, you know, I I think a lot of businesses are are realizing that we can still get the job done with with our staff from home. Whereas I think before they just didn't trust that the people would actually do the work. So, you know, they they didn't have enough faith in, in their employees to even let them work from home. Yes. And and I think they're realizing that they're, you know, in, in some cases, they're getting more output from their employees because the employees don't worry about the things at home, like if their you know, child is sick or, or whatever, you know, they're, they seem to, you know, in some cases put more output in. So I think, I think a lot of businesses, once this is done, uh, you know, are going to go to a certain percentage of employees work in the office, a certain percentage will just work from home. And, and, you know, they'll downsize the infrastructure because they won't need, you know, as big as, so I think the whole, especially in an office type, you know, uh, environment is, is really going to look different when this is over. It already is. So that's our whole wheelhouse is we, we do offices and hospitals and like the furniture and everything. And we've seen a big change, but I don't think it's a bad change. Like I think giving those opportunities to the employees, some don't like to work at home. We've been finding that a lot actually with our customers and being able to give them the flexibility and it's been so interesting seeing how design because I'm my background's in design so seeing how we design spaces to be able to be moved around even in a global pandemic that people are still safe what can we do to make people safe and no I'm not talking about plexiglassing your entire office but like right there's so many creative ways that have come out even just in this year but even before that I did a project. We actually installed it right when COVID hit, hit like hard. And thankfully, I literally still think everyone right now that we designed it the way we did. And we designed it with all, you know, vinyl fabrics and things like that, that are cleanable, but it's because it was mm-hmm. like setting. Cause I'm like, kids are di- like, they get dirty outside and they want to run all over the furniture. So, but when I walked in to see the, we had to do the walkthrough and we were all wearing our masks and kids were in this space. It wasn't a school, but it was a different type of facility. Uh, everything looked different. But that made me, the, the guy said, I'm so sorry. It doesn't look like how you guys designed it. I said, this it makes me so happy that you guys use this space the way you need it to right now. And you were in yeah. it because of the furniture we provided and the way we thought this process out. So this makes me more happy than seeing it set up the way we quote designed it like and not getting used yeah yes and so it's just been such a really interesting thing and a lot of employers now i can't speak for everyone i can only speak for the customers i work with they people want to be with other people because they're so lonely right and so uh we were seeing people go back the people are still working from work but in a very safe manner and very spread out Uh, that's some of the things we've been talking about with different customers and different types of things. Um, but giving those people that, that opportunity to go into the office and have their space safely if they need to, but then if they don't, they can work from home. And we're, we are seeing a lot of that and we're even seeing a lot of people requesting work from home stuff from us. And that's never happened before until now. So, yeah. Yeah. I think you're going to see a lot of like bullpen setups where you know it's okay this isn't your desk but if you happen to be in today grab a desk you know if you you know that sort of thing so they're they're just like a common group of 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 cubicles or whatever that they don't belong to whoever it's just you know whoever shows up gets it but i i think you're right i think there's a certain group of people that need that personal interaction of going to work Yep. You know, they need that. And that, and for, I think for a lot of people, that's where they get that personal contact. They might live alone. They might not have family where they are. So to them, that is how they get their personal, you know, contacts is at the workplace, you know, getting coffee, whatever. Yeah. And we're seeing that and who knows what's going to come this next year, but just being able to be as, um, 
flexible as possible in the workspace. Again, this is for my day job that I do. But what I find is that, yeah, there are people that can work from home and then there are people that need to work from the office. But being able to give them that flexibility and that opportunity to choose safely is super important and will help that 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 employee for the longevity. And so uh, that's something that we're, I'm, I'm really passionate about, obviously, um, in the in my job itself, but yeah, it's just been, it's just been very different and, and that's okay. I've learned, I'm like, gosh, I really can change with the times, I guess. I didn't realize I was that good, but I mean, me right now, I'm home alone. I work from home and I'm grateful that I can. There are so many amazing, amazing people out there that can't, you know, our frontline workers, everyone that like grocery stores and keeping things going, truckers, everyone, right? So I'm grateful I get to work from home, but I have to say it does get so lonely because I'm the only person here and right. that, and then I live in the country in the middle of nowhere. And so it's like, I can't even really look out my door to see people. And so those are things that I've had to deal with. I will tell you, this is a secret. I 100% just get in my car and drive down the road. <laughs> like, just, no, just I, you know. Drive. Like I need to. That, that's need something to. that, that, I mean, like, like I, I do pretty much all the, the, the grocery shopping, like, you know, while we're in these lockdowns, we decided only one of us would go to the store because yeah. one, they don't want people, you know, they, the stores only want one person there to do the shopping. So we decided that one of us would go and take that risk all the time. And the other one would stay home. So I go and I do that. But I know sometimes my girlfriend just wants to get out. So we'll just go for a car ride. Same thing. She just needs to get out and 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 not, you know, just to get out of these walls sort of thing. Well, and I'm pretty sure <laughs> you have the same climate we do, right? I mean, we just got a bunch of snow and we're looking to get another potentially two to four or sorry, one to one to two feet, they said, which is terrible to think about. Yeah. Winter. I am one of the few, which is weird to say this because I live in Wisconsin. I feel like if you live in Wisconsin, you should at least like winter enough, but a lot of people don't. And I think that's weird to me because like we live here if you don't like it and go somewhere warm. I love winter. Uh, I'll yeah. tell you though, the older you get, the less you okay. like it. Good like call. I've grown up, I grew up here and, and I don't like it as much now as I did when yeah. I was a kid. That is totally fair. That is totally fair. But I am really one of the weirdos that like, when it snows or if it, like we've gotten a lot of like ice storms in the past and stuff and people are like, Oh no, ice storms. I'm like, I'm going ice skating on the road. And I actually have videos of me ice skating down the road because why not? Yeah. You know, it's just, let's have some fun with it. Oh, and for sure. it, not everyone can, but like, that's kind of the fun I have to come up with when you live in the middle of nowhere in the dead of winter, and there's nothing else to do. And so, yeah. And then you're in a global pandemic and you can't go and do anything. So, um, but it's been, it's been a, a trying year. I will say that uh, the one thing that I am, not one, there's a million things I've just told you I'm grateful for. But another thing I'm grateful for is this has given me the opportunity to actually be home before the pandemic. And I came, I was better, but I used to be really bad about always being gone. I'm going to go do here. I'm going to go this. I'm going to do that. I love people. I love being around people, but forcing people to have to stay home and be, be with themselves, at least for me, has been kind of a great thing and has actually allowed me to keep building the side business I'm working on. And I've been loving every second of it. And it has to do, obviously, that's how we got connected is through podcasting and my YouTube show and putting together a new store soon. I'm just... There's so many great things that I actually, when I sat down and thought about it, I'm like, I've achieved a lot this year and I probably would not have achieved as much if it wasn't for the pandemic and being home and taking the time to spend and do the things that I actually love to do. And again, I love people still. So anyone listening to this as my friend, I still love you, but it's been very eye-opening for me and um, like I said, though, right in the beginning, it was terribly hard. So I, I, I think if you can, if you can come out of this pandemic with some plus, like something that you gained, then, then 
you didn't let the pandemic beat you. Yes. And, and, and to me that, that, that's the whole thing. I mean, if you, whatever it is, if you can come out with a win and say, you know what, I didn't let this whole year go to a waste. I didn't let it beat me down. I, I came up with something. And the more of the good that you can come out with this, the better, right? So whatever you can come out with, that's good. I mean, hang on to that and, 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 and cherish it. You know what I mean? Oh, we are speaking the same language. I literally am going to, well, later today now, because I um, am going to be doing something really fun after this, but um, I'm actually putting together a video from like a bonus video for my YouTube show. Um, I've, I asked a bunch of people and different people to send in a 30 second or under uh, message, like just a video that I'm putting together. It's about all, it's about gratitude. Like, tell me something you are grateful for in 2020, because what I want to do is show and celebrate the things that did go well, the things that we are grateful for, because there yeah. are, there are a lot of things we can be grateful for. No, it, Yeah, I think that's oh, for sure. I mean, and, and, and you're right. I think a lot of people sort of, you know, maybe they were too busy just trying to keep their head above water. Maybe, you know, for whatever reason, they just didn't see the good. You know, yep. they might have experienced some of it, but they just didn't have time to even realize, hey, this was a good thing. Yes. And it can be simple things. And that's where, like, honestly, like there was a day that I was walking to the grocery store again, because I'm the one that does the grocery shopping. I, we feel the same way. And I walked through and someone, even they had their mask on, they smiled at me and it, it was something so simple, smiled and said, hi, totally made my day. I'm grateful for mm. those moments. And it's all the little moments that we can. And my, my nephew the other day, um, he sent me like a Facebook message. He has like kids Facebook. I don't know what that means, but he has something, but he sent me a message and it just said, um, I love you, KT, because he spells it with a K and a T. And I lost it. I cried. I was like, this is exactly what I needed today. But that simple little thing can go a long way. And I think that's my biggest message for the end of you know this year. This is the last, like when we're recording this, this is the last week of 2020. And that is something that I'm really trying to put out there into the world and celebrate the things that we are grateful for. And you know, being okay that this year was different. That's one of my messages with my podcast is being different is great. You know, your different ability, everyone has them, you know, all those things are just really important to me. But the message of, even though this year was truly terrible, I've, I've known so many people that truly lost their lives this year, some to COVID, some to not, it's been a terrible year, but I'm still going to have to go out and find the positive because I don't want to live in the negative. And I want to, I want to keep moving on with that positive mindset of, I can find things that I'm grateful for in the year of 2020. Oh, for sure. Like, I, I think, I, I think we're, we're, we're going to see a real avalanche of, of mental health issues when this is done. And, 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 and I think, I think a lot of people just, like I said, they don't have the time right now. They're too busy worrying about, am I going to be working tomorrow? Am you know, do I have food on the table for my kids? Um, or, you know, is my family safe? You know, all these sorts of things. They're so busy just trying to, to live day to day and make sure that they survive that the next day to the next day to the next, that they don't have time to figure, to, to even realize what this is doing to their mental health. And I think once this is over, a lot of people, when they finally get that time to take a breath and, and, and say, okay, I, you know, I'm back at work. My family is fine. We have food. I think a lot of people are just going to break down. Mm -hmm. I think the, the emotion of what they just went through is, is finally going to hit them. And, and I think, I think there's going to be all kinds of, like, I think there's going to be a huge PTSD component to this later. I, I don't think people even realize what this is doing to their mental health and, until later. I think they're going to realize it, but I think we're in for, uh, and, and hopefully I think, or I hope that as a society, we'll be ready to handle these things and to deal with them properly. And come together and help each other too, because 
Yeah, exactly. And you, I mean, we all went through this. No one didn't go through any of this and everyone did like literally everyone in the world went through something to do with this pandemic and is still going through this, but knowing like, okay, I'm making it through. And like I said before, I have, I have great days and just terrible days of sadness. And that's something that I, it's never really happened to me before. And that was very eye opening to me this year as well. Um, I realize I don't handle grief very well at all. Um, so I'm working through that, but being able to be there for the people you love and the people that you know, and if you see someone like just truly, it is just, if you were out and about just because you have a mask on, doesn't mean you can't smile and say hi to someone. And, you know, granted when you're walking through the door, I know you're supposed to be safe and distance, but hold it and let someone go through, you know, or mm-hmm. whatever that is again, be safe. But those little tiny things really can change someone's day and give them the boost that they need to stay positive and happy and, and be able to get through those tough times. Cause every single person in this world is going to, is going to go through that. If they haven't already, they're going to, and we probably will still keep going through that for quite some time. So, um, but being there for each other is, is going to be a big thing and being able to see that, recognize it and, you know, just be kind to other people. Um, cause we're all different and, I think that's great. And that's my biggest message is we're all different and it's time to celebrate our differences and be there for one another, even though we can't be there physically right now, but we can be there. You can pick up a phone, you can text message someone, you can FaceTime, you can Zoom, you can listen to a podcast like this (laughs) and some inspiration and positivity. Oh, for sure. There's, and, and, and that's, I mean, I like, I'm, I'm very fortunate, you know, when it, when I, when I really think about it, you know, my girlfriend and I, you know, we're both retired. Um, I've been retired almost, it'll be, well, it's about two years now, like probably in the next week or so, it'll be two years. Um, and my girlfriend's been retired about a year longer than me. So we're used to being at home and, and being together. So we're not driving each other crazy. We're not, and, and I know I'm sure there's a lot of couples that are going through those issues. Um, you know, we're not worried about losing our jobs because we don't work. We're retired. Um, luckily, we have decent pensions. So, you know, that didn't get interrupted for us either. So financially, we weren't impacted. So, I mean, when you say guilt, like when you talked about feeling guilty, sometimes those are the things that I feel a little guilty about. And I know I shouldn't because it's, I didn't, it's nothing I did, but I do realize that there are people in a lot worse off positions than I'm in. Yep. You know? No, I totally get that. And again, those are the things that we all are going to have to work through. And I, I truly think that we don't need to work through them alone. And there's probably a lot of people out there that feel alone right now. And this is easier said than done, but you don't have to feel alone. Like there are people that care about you and there are people that are going through similar things. And that's why I think this is this podcast you're doing grant is such a cool podcast because it's showing and sharing people's stories to help others not feel so alone in this very, very lonely time we're living in. For some people it's very lonely and I'm right there with you. So again, I'm grateful for the, thank you. And I'm grateful that you asked me to be on this podcast. So thank you uh, for asking me to share part of my story and um, what this pandemic year has been. Uh, It hasn't been fun. I'm not going to pretend it has. It's been sucky. So, um, but again, just finding that that simple thing you can be grateful for. uh, It could help get through a day (laughs) and then next day, find something else. And just have to take it day by day, which I have never been that person. I'm such a planner. But again, 2020 has taught me, let's take it moment by moment, day by day. <laughs> so, you know, it's funny because I I, I spoke to another um, an, another guy and, and that was his his biggest thing that he felt was he was, uh, uh, you know, everything was was um, scheduled. He always had a schedule for this. He had this planned, everything was written out. He had, you know, every, 
second of his day was planned and now that that was all gone and and that was his biggest that thing that he had to cope with was I don't have that structure anymore so that's funny you should say that it's so real (laughs) but either way I just am again I'm so grateful to be a part of this podcast and I think it's really awesome what you're doing is helping others share their stories so then uh, truly you're not feeling alone and especially in a time right now that's something that everyone needs to listen to so I I already listened to a bunch of the ones that you've already had out and I think it's so cool because each and every one I've, I've connected with right there's something I can connect with even though we're worlds apart some of these people and you can still connect with everyone else so I think I just want to thank you and applaud you for what you're doing here as well. So thank you. Well, thank you. I, you know, that, that means a lot to me because that, that's, you know, I'm, I'm glad somebody's getting what I intended this to be. Um, thank you for that. I am all here for it. So I cannot wait to keep listening and even connecting with other people, hopefully that you may want on your podcast and getting more people's stories out there. That's what I do on my podcast is share people's stories. It's a different type of story, but share people's stories. So again, they don't feel alone. And again, we're literally living in the middle of a pandemic. And so this can't be a better time for you to do this podcast and talk about it. And it's almost kind of like therapy. Like it really is like, let's talk about it. Okay, cool. Then I'm going to go listen to other people's and it's like, okay, wow, I'm not alone. So again, oh, thank you for what you're doing. This is so cool. And I can't wait to see what more you come out with in the near future here. So. Well, yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, you know, I'll, I'll cut this short cause it's, it isn't about me, but yeah, I, I hope to do as much and, and different. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, to get as many different, um, geographical yep. stories. Like I spoke with a, 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 a guy from uh, India yesterday, um, so that was a very eye-opening, uh, you know, experience. What they're going through, as opposed to what we are in the Western, you know, world. So, yeah, that's kind of what I'm trying to do is get as much different. So, like you said, even though he's over there and we're here, we still are going through the same thing. Yes, yes, and I think that's that's so cool. First of all, I can't wait to listen to that one. Um, but that that's really neat, and that's exactly what I do. I'm trying to connect with people different people around the world. So don't worry, we'll talk later. I will <laughs> give you some more names of people that I am connected with that are around the world um, that I know they have stories. Everyone does. It's just, it's, are they willing to share it? And I think more people than not are willing to share. And I think it's time for people to listen and hear and connect through these crazy well, you know pandemic what I, You know stories. what I think the well, you know what I think the funny thing is, and for me, it was a bit of a hurdle. Um, well, I, I actually, it hasn't been because I've been lucky that people have been willing to to come on without me, you know, doing a lot of begging or anything. But I think people in my generation don't, a lot of them don't even know what a podcast is. Yes. Do you know yes. what, like, seriously, they, they don't know what that is. So when you say to them, I want to interview you sort of, they're thinking, I don't want my face. I'm not going on TV. Like, you know, and, and, and all they're, they, they're all worried about their, their, uh, privacy and, 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 you know, so sometimes, you know, I have a hard time explaining to people, this is strictly audio. Yeah. No one will ever see your face. And I, I only use the first name. I will never put out a, a last name. And I haven't, I, I'm, I'm sure you've noticed. It's always just like yours will be, I talked to Katie. And that's all it's ever going to be. Um, yeah. I've I've had people that actually bowed out not to come on because I wouldn't use their last name. Sure. But I think they were just pushing for something. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? Like, I think they were just trying to promote something and I wouldn't do it. No. And that's not what this is about. And that's, it's about the story. And that's funny that you say that though, because uh, my dad just turned 61 and he like listens to my podcast, but I had to like teach him how to like I, yeah. I I love my dad like he is not a technology person at all um but there has been times I mean he's been listening to podcasts for years now but 
like, I'm like, you need to subscribe to my podcast ad so then you can listen to it and it's just on your phone and I don't have to do this every Wednesday to teach you how to download. Yeah. Listen, and he's so sweet. But yes, I mean, it just takes some time and you're right. Like people are like, well, I don't know if I want to be on like the camera. I'm like, I'm not asking you to be on the camera. Like it's a podcast. It's your voice. Like, so it's a learning. Yeah. And, and, and I, I think, like I said, I haven't had to go and ask a lot of people. Luckily this is, this has turned out to be way bigger than I thought it would. Um, but you know, it is, I, I, I think people, when, when they find out that it's a total anonymous thing, just your first name and where you come from. And, and once they realize that, that, you know, I think it puts them at ease when we're talking, they can just be themselves. They can say like, like, the 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 fella I did yesterday he he was really nervous and he he started having a panic attack right at the beginning and we had to stop recording yeah and and I told him I said I'm just a guy sitting in a a spare bedroom in Canada I'm nobody special I'm just a guy I'm like the old retired guy you know looking for you know and I said all we're gonna do is have a conversation just think of two guys talking about whatever. And, and, and he was fine, but I, I, I think the anonymity part really helps. And I, I think that's going to help me attract people because they don't, they can say what they want. They can say what they feel and they don't have to worry about, Oh, my boss might hear this or, or do you know what I mean? Like it's. Well, and again, we talked about this already, but I personally am an open book. Like anyone that knows me truly that knows me is like, Katie's going to tell I mean, I have a podcast, truly, I'm not, this is not promotion, but I have a podcast talking about my disability. Like, it's not, like, that's pretty vulnerable. And so not everyone's like me, though. I have to remember that. And that's something, I'm glad you said that, because I have to remember, like, not everyone is like Katie that will just go to a park and sit on a bench and talk to some stranger. Like, yeah. that's who I am, though. And, um, but I think it's really great. Again, what you're doing, everything you're doing is really fun. and and that sounds kind of weird because we're talking about pandemic, but it's, it is fun to listen. Not fun. That's a terrible word. It's interesting to listen to other people's stories because again, it connects people. I think storytelling is such a lost art and being able to tell your story will connect people around the world and get people to understand and celebrate others and their differences. So I, I could just mm-hmm. say things again and again and again for you, because I think this is such a cool opportunity for what you're doing and for even the people that are on the podcast, it is a release for them. It is for me. And I guarantee I'm not the only one that feels that way. So thank you again, Grant. I really appreciate it. And I hope we can stay in touch uh, in all the things that we're doing. So. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, I'm going to change subjects here a little bit though. This is a question that I was thinking of right before we started. What's your wedding going to look like? I know you just got engaged. Congratulations again. Have you guys thought about what this is going to look like? Are you going to hold off until uh, like maybe a year from next summer? Or, or you know, have you discussed with your fiance what, what that might look like? Yes. So I'm. you're like, this is going on air and everyone's going to hear it now. And that's fine with me. We have talked a lot about it. We are going to play it by ear. We are going to try, like our goal and what we've always wanted to do is actually a destination wedding with our immediate family only. Now, we're in the middle of a pandemic. We're not doing it anytime this next year, obviously. Our right now, like four days into being (laughs) engaged goal, if things settle down, and this is a big if, um, January of 2022 would be going on a destination wedding. If. That's why everything is so up in the air right now. Uh, I'm not leaving. We're not going to have anyone leave the countries or any of that kind of stuff. If we are still having these problems, but I'm trying to be positive saying, you know what? I really hope we are not still having these problems in a year, but you know what? We can come back to this podcast and we can say that I'm wrong if I am, but let's just hope we're not. And not for the wedding, for the purposes of, I don't want people to have to live through another year of this. So, um, so that is our idea right now um we've always wanted to do a destination wedding and just to go away and have more of a a vacation and a time to celebrate our families and both of us have 
very small immediate families. I have one sister. He has one brother. Like that's it. And then our mom and dad's, you know, so, um, so very small. And it's truly for getting into like the actual wedding reason is I just want to celebrate our families coming together and in the smallest, most intimate, greatest way possible. I want to be able to turn around and see my mom, my dad, my sister and brother-in-law. And I want to see his mom and dad and his brother and his brother's girlfriend. I want to see those people there. Like, that's what I want to see. And um, and then those memories, right? But who knows what that can look like? I actually haven't even talked to my travel agent yet, but I'm going to start looking into it and we're going to talk, obviously get travel insurance. And if it has to be pushed, we push it. It's fine. Like to the next year. I don't, I mean, I would rather go somewhere warm in the winter because again, Grant, you know how it is. This it's cold. It's cold here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Usually in January, we're really sick of winter. So I'm like, okay, so I think January is pretty good. So that is right now the thought process. But I am so open to whatever has to happen, has to happen because safety is number one. So yeah. Well, you know, I like I, I'm very optimistic about this whole thing. Um and, and, and like this whole Christmas thing where where uh, and I'm sure it's the same, you know, where, where you guys are is I mean, up here it was there was a lot of people who were it was like the end of the world because Christmas they couldn't be with their families this year. Yeah. And for some it was like the worst thing possible. And is it a good thing? Of course it's not a good thing. Was it bad? Sure, it sucked for everybody, but it just got on my nerves so much because it's only one Christmas. And I believe that. I believe next Christmas we're going to be out of this and we're going to be able to be with our families just like we were before. So, you know, to me, I, I think I think with the vaccines and stuff, um, I, I'm probably bottom 20% to get it in Canada. Um which is fine. I got no problem with that. I, I, I believe, you know, that the healthcare workers, you know, um, elderly care homes, you know, all those other ones that are ahead of me should get it. I got no problem with that. But I think I'm probably going to get it. I mean, my guesstimate would be sometime early fall next year or late summer. So somewhere in there, but I think it'll be before Christmas. And if I'm at the bottom of the list, I think we'll be done before Christmas. So I, I really do believe that. Um, and, and, and you know what the weather's like, just like, you know, it is here for us. And, and for me, if I can get, just get through this winter to the spring, I'm home free. Yeah. Because even even next spring and summer, if I have to still wear a mask and social distance, at least I'm outside. I can sit in the backyard with friends, family, social distance, you know, go for walks with my kids, social distance, go for bike rides, whatever. And, yeah. and, and that sort of will get us through till when we do have the vaccines. Yeah. But I firmly believe we're not going to go through another winter of this. So for me, it's just get through this winter and we're done. We're home free. So I think your wedding is going to happen. I do. Thank you for saying that. And I'm just going to say, um, Grant, if you are at the bottom of the list, where am I? Because I am 31 and pretty decently knock on wood healthy. Good Lord. I hope you get that vaccine a lot sooner than me though. So we got to get that well, out there. I, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I'm 60, but I have no real under, you know, underlying health conditions. So I'm thinking bottom 20% maybe. Because I do believe that, you know, even a, a young, healthy firefighter should get it before before I do. I agree with that. You know, so I, I, I see myself at sort of, you know, that bottom 20% and I'm fine. You know, that's fine. I I can wait. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, I've we've been waiting. Like I think everyone on the front lines, everyone that has to be out in public more than me, that is number one in my book. I agree. And the people that are keeping our country and countries safe matter. So um, I agree with you, but we'll keep our fingers crossed. And again, I'm, I'm just, this year has been really good for me to be able to like, be like, it is what it is. (laughs) It just really taught me to be like, not that I would be crazy, especially I'm pretty, pretty good about like, Oh, if something changes, I'm not going to lose my mind over it. I'm no bridezilla. Don't worry. Like, even though my sister would laugh and we've been joking about it lately, but 
Um, no, I'm, if, if it needs to change, it needs to change. Um, but it, again, it's for me, it's about bringing our families together, which they have been. I mean, my fiance and I have been together seven years. So it's not like this is new for anyone's families. You know, we've been together for a long time, but just bringing them together officially, I think is going to be really fun and beautiful. And also, I just want. Well, and, 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 and I guess that's the good thing is, you know, if, if, if you have to adjust a little bit and, and do it more, uh, you know, locally, you know, I, I like for us, like, even though, we know the vaccines and stuff, and we'll be out of this hopefully before next Christmas. That doesn't mean I'm getting on a plane and flying to Europe next Christmas. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's certain things that I still won't be trust. I don't think I'll be ready for. Yeah. But um, more local stuff, yeah. you know, I'll be ready to be with my... So, I mean, I if you have to adjust things, but, I, I you know, I, I'm sure you can still have that family connection and sharing of this monumentous event for you, even yeah. though it might not be the destination part, you know, playing it day by day right now. That's all we're going to do is just let's see what happens and, um, you know, do the research and the things and be safe. That's the number one thing for me is keeping myself and my family and my loved ones safe. So that's, that's what it's about. So well, that's a yeah. good attitude. That's a good attitude. I mean, that attitude will take you a long way. Yeah. It's, it's done me pretty well so far. So <laughs> I'll keep, I'll keep that, that attitude up for sure. So, yeah. So how do you see the, the, the vaccines going in, in the States? Like how, how, how do you see that working out for you personally? And will you take it? Ooh, good question. Oh gosh, you're getting to some good questions. So here in our area, it's a pretty rural area. Uh, we have the vaccine in our two big main hospitals, which is great. Uh, I haven't, again, I'm terrible about watching the news just because I get super overwhelmed and more worried than not. So it's like, I, I, I consume my media minimally. Uh, but yes, if, when the vaccine is available for me safely, like by safely, I mean, I want everyone else taken care of, then I want it. Um, I do not want to come before someone else that really needs it. There is that is not <laughs> in my wheelhouse right now because again, I'm grateful I can work from home and be safe and still do my job and build my business and you know that kind of stuff. But yes, I will be getting it once um everyone else that needs it before me by far before me can get it. So, that is that's the plan. I haven't heard too much more. I just know it is in our area, which is awesome. I've been seeing people get it at the hospitals, like the nurses and the doctors, which is wonderful. And um, hopefully it just keeps keeps going. And I, I'm grateful my mom and my sister both work at one of the main big hospitals in our area. So not that they have a ton of information, but I always just kind of check in like, hey, is everything going? Like, again, they're nowhere near the frontline workers, but I'm like, hey, is it going good? Are we still getting stuff? You know, yep. That, that must still be hard. a bit of a worry for you, though. Well, my, right now, my mom and my sister both actually do work from home. So uh, the only oh, okay. time we did have to, because numbers were are and were super bad recently, that um, the, the healthcare system in our area, both of them were having trouble getting enough people to work, even just in like, you know, the food services or, um, you know, laundry and things like that. So there are people that are going in that are working from home, um, to help out. Um, so it's just kind of, again, I'm taking it day by day and seeing what's happening day by day for uh, my family. But as of right now that everyone's been safe and my sister's job has always been from home, um, for that position at the hospital. Uh, my mom's transitioned to home because of COVID, which has been working out really well. And, um, yeah, other than minus the, not seeing everyone because that's always hard for most people that are very like love people <laughs> like my family does, but no. So uh, that's how I've been kind of keeping in touch with like what's going on. Um, again, with no detail, it's very like high level. It's all what's on the news. I just don't really try to consume right. news. Um, but yeah, so no, it's been it's been going fine. I'm looking forward to seeing. You know, there's a couple other vaccines out that are coming out too now and i've been reading up on those as well which is cool 
So as long as everyone's taken care of, um, yep, I will, whenever they tell me, Katie, you can come in, I'll go in. So. Do you have, um, and I'm sure it's probably similar to here. Um, like I know here there's sort of three camps when it comes to the vaccines. There's, yep, I'll take it. I'm ready. There's, I don't know if I can trust it yet. It's too soon. And then there's just the flat out, I'm not taking a vaccine. And um, I mean, for me, the fact that I'm probably going to be on the bottom, you know, the tail end of getting it. So I don't worry about it being out too soon. I think if there's any uh, adjustments or, or, you know, anything that comes up that they have to fix or whatever, that'll be done long before it gets to me. So I'm not worried about, is this vaccine going to be safe? I'm fine with that. But we do have, I'm sure, a certain amount that just aren't going to take it either. So Um, hopefully it's a smaller, you know, percentage, I hope. Yeah, I think um, here, I I like your three tiers. I can see that being around here. I, I personally see a lot more of just, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, I'll take the vaccine or no. Um, there are people that are questioning the, the quickness. And again, I'm no doctor by any means so and no scientist at all. Uh, but I've been reading a lot of articles uh, about the vaccines and stuff that are already out. And a lot of these were actually, been, they've been working on for 20 years. And so to me, like, again, from what I've been reading from like local health and then the people that are actually creating it. Uh, I've just been trying to do as much research as possible. So they've been working on different vaccines. They just, you know, whatever. I don't need to get all the political nonsense, you know, whatever. But I um, I agree with you. Like, yes, obviously, um, I will be far down the list. But I also do have a friend uh, from high school. I found out actually on Facebook that she was part of the clinical trial. So and oh. And so, um, doing great actually, from what I've been told. So, um, that made me feel a little bit more comfortable. I actually physically know someone that has, was a part of the clinical trial and, um, had, has been, you know, getting the shots and whatever else you have to do for the whole thing, you know, whenever that was, it was earlier on, but yeah. So I, I, I'm going to be honest. I've never really been a big vaccine person. Now, I'm not against them. I've just been like, you know, I'm, I'm not really around a lot of people, whatever. But this one, it, this has been opening my eyes a lot more. So, uh, yep, yeah, that's just where I'm at. And just trying to do more research and do better each day and learn about what's out there. Because, you know, Katie, a year ago, which I actually just thought about when I did my my pod or my not my podcast, um, my YouTube show today, my video that came out today, it just made me smile. I w- watched my first video. <laughs> last year at this time, you know, the first of the year. And I'm like, oh, she was so different. She had so many hopes and dreams. <laughs> I like laughed. I'm like, she thought this year was going to be so great. And, you know, just kind of funny. Um, So I just, I mean, in the last year, a lot of, a lot of things have changed. And I think it's changed for the better for me Um, about myself. I'm saying like, I've learned, I've grown, I've um, become a more confident and stronger person um, through this again, crazy pandemic we're living in. So, yeah. No. And that's like, like I said before, if you can come out of this with any kind of win, um, take it and run with it because I don't, I don't think everybody's going to be in that same position. So, um, I think those that, that, you know, can come out of this with, with something positive, um, is something, uh, that's, it's, it's something the rest of us can look to and say, great. And I don't mean us, cause I, 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 you know, I think there's good things as well, but I think other people need to look at that and say, you know what, maybe the, the whole year wasn't a total disaster. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's right up there, <laughs> but we can still find the little, little things, um, in life that can get us through. So I think that's, that's really awesome. But yeah, it's going to be, I mean, every day I'm trying to learn something new. My dad always says, if you're not learning something new every day, you're not really living. So I try to put myself out there and learn something new and um, educate myself more uh, on different things so I can, you know, make correct for myself decisions. So, yeah. 
Well, you've got a great attitude. I, I, I think you've you've done well through this. Um, from where I'm sitting, um, it's it sounds like you've you've tried to turn this into the in, in you know, into something positive that isn't a total disaster, like I said. And um, it sounds to me like you did a good job. So thanks for sharing, Katie, and stay safe. Thank you, Grant. Have a good day.